Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. For these few moments that we share, I just simply want to talk about the cost. The cost. There are people that will see you bouncing your baby on your knee. And they will mismanage the moment severely, believing that this celebratory moment is because you have done something meritorious of that moment. They will never be mindful of what it has taken for you to produce what it is you have produced. They will look at this beautiful bouncing baby that you are caring for on your knee. And they will factor in the price, but they will never really understand the cost. The problem with modern ministry is we have people who come and gather and assemble in the works that our sacrifice has provided. And they can sit and they can add up the screens They can add up the LED walls. They can add up the instruments. And they will walk from these moments believing that they can in some way mimic the mastery of the one who has produced the Manessa. They will immediately, because they are inspired from the uh, works that our hands have produced, they will walk from those moments believing that it is as simple as purchasing screens and buying instruments and building platforms and putting their names on buildings. And they believe that that is the recipe for Manessa. But the problem is that they will leave inspired only to discover that it is not the inspiration that created the Manessa. You can add up the price, but you'll never understand the cost. There are so many people who have looked at the magnitude of this man called Pastor Andy Thompson, and they have looked at the Manessa that is called World Overcomers Church, and they are immediately inspired to believe that they too can have a Manessa. They know the price, they just don't understand the cost. Some of you right now, you can testify that there are people in your sphere of influence that they look at the price of your life and they believe that they could be you. As a matter of fact, some of them have to move to other environments because in order to duplicate you in the environment that they're in, they would be immediately recognized. So they have to make you feel as if you are the one who is inferior so that they can get away from you and go somewhere else and be you. Have you ever experienced that before where somebody had to make you the problem so that they could have a reason or an excuse to exit your life so that they could go somewhere else and duplicate your behaviors, duplicate your drip, duplicate your doing? Because immediately it would be recognized in your intimate circles of influence. But you don't know the cost. 
And that's the problem again with the modern generation is they believe that these things are done by duplication and you can simply just do lazy leadership and simply mimic the mind of others. And so we gather at conferences to hear how others did it. But can I tell you, just because you can hear how I did it doesn't mean that you're qualified to do the same. Just tell somebody it ain't easy being me. Come on, talk to the other neighbor. Tell them it ain't easy being me. Before you add up what I got on today, before you look at the price of the red bottoms, please understand that the cost far exceeds the price. Just tell somebody the cost far exceeds the price. Don't you ever think that you can measure me by the price tag and the labels that I live under? It is so much more to me than the thing that you see. Just bother somebody else and tell them there's so much more to me than that. Before you reduce me to the limitations of your logic, please understand the places that I've been developed in, the things that I've endured, the stuff that I had to go through. As a matter of fact, just to make it here today, if, if you knew what just this morning cost me, if you knew what every praise cost me, if you knew what every lifting of my hand cost me, you wouldn't dare sit there and say I'm doing too much. <laughs> extreme always seem uh, 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 extreme will always seem extra to ordinary people <laughs> just tell your neighbor I'm not ordinary by no stretch of the imagination and thank God that this place called world overcomers exists because it attracts extraordinary people People who are uniquely qualified and earmarked by extinguishing a thing called survival. Uh, if you only knew the stuff that I've been through. That's what I always tell people. Before you assess where I am, please understand what it took for me to get where I am. Just because I don't look like what I've been through. Just because I'm beautiful and bouncing right now. Don't mean I ain't been through nothing. Do I have any real people? Come on, take that Holy Ghost halo from hovering over your head and be real with your brother up in here. Amen. We all family. Just wave your hand and say, I've been through something. As a matter of fact, that's what the songwriter said. They said, I've been through too much. Help me, Vashon, not to praise him. That's the problem. Some of you all have not calculated the cost. And that's why you sit there as if you are doing God a service by being here. But if it had not been for the Lord God on my side. Whew, tell somebody if it hadn't been for God. If, if, it, if it had not been for God. And before we leave here today, we're going to praise God for the cost. We're going to praise God for the prices that have been paid for us to exist in these celebratory moments, the sacrifices, the things that we've been through, the stripping seasons of our life. Just because you see me ringed and robed and dressed today doesn't mean that I haven't been through my seasons of stripping. See, that's why some of you will never qualify because God can't trust you with trouble. Some of you are too mentally weak to be great. Some of you are too worried about protecting your mental health. Oh, and I'm all with that. I promise you, I am with us being mentally healthy. But you also shouldn't be that mentally fragile either. You got to be tough to be great. Amen. 
Just tell your neighbor, you gotta be tough to be great. Some of you weak, sissy, pansy saints, y'all scare me. Amen. You can't take nothing soon as somebody talk about you. You're on to the next thing. As soon as something ain't going your way, you're bouncing and you're dipping. But in order to get what God has for you, you've got to be able to endure. For I reckon that the suffering of this present age is not worthy to be compared to the glory that should be revealed in me. Before you get some glory, you you got to have a story. Is there anybody in here that the reason that there's glory emanating from you is because something pushed it out of you? Amen. There is a philosophical question and it beckons for us to invite ourselves into the inquiry about whether or not it is the wine press that is evil. Now, to the grape, the wine press is extremely evil. To the grape, it is the crushing and the pressing. But to the one that gets to sip the elixir and smell the aroma of what is produced from the crushing, to that one who is able to suck it in and enjoy the fragrance and the bouquet. Now I know y'all save here. Y'all don't drink wine, but for those of us who are saved enough to have a little sip and not lose our salvation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't let me go into my prophetic and call you out up in here. Amen. Any of y'all ever enjoyed the experience of sipping the elixir but the grape had to pay the price in order for you to enjoy the experience. So to the grape and to the olive, the olive crush is evil, but to the one that gets to enjoy it, amen, they are grateful for the sacrifice and the crushing. If you have sipped from the life of Pastor Andy Thompson, I need you to just give God a praise because it took his crushing in order for you to have the enjoyment of the experience that you're, no, you need to do just a little bit better than that. I need somebody to thank God for a man that was willing to pay the price for you to have the relationship. Come on, can we just do just a little bit better than that? Can you click your heels and get glad and clap your hands and send up a sound of praise in this place that says, I thank God that there's a man that was willing to pay the price. If you only knew the crushing, if you only knew the stripping, if you only knew the places that were evil to him so that you could sip the elixir of his life. And we have the unmitigated gall and audacity to stand in moments like this and say, what do he need all that for? It's for the prices that he paid. It's for the pits that he survived. It's the strippings that he endured. It's the things that he had to go through on the process to produce something that he could pour on your life. And you sit and say, man, I wonder, am I going this week? 
If we understood the cost, if we understood the prices paid, if we understood the stripping seasons of his life, because it's in the pit that Joseph has to be divorced from the colorful coat that his father dressed him with, because sometimes we must discover that yesterday's coat will not work for tomorrow's assignment. So it's only the pits that we're placed in that removes the limitations of other people's logic from our lives. Sometimes our fathers can see things that are seasonal for us. And sometimes God has to use the betrayal of brothers to put us in pits and in places to remove the limitations of other people's logic. If you only understood the story, some of y'all get the celebration, but you don't know the story. And many of us in this room tonight, today we have discovered that betrayal is really a blessing. Oh, let me say that again. To those of you who have experienced betrayal, I really want you to know that the betrayal of brothers is really a blessing because if you did not share your story with them, they could not have put you on the pathway to what God promised you. I know when people preach the life of Joseph, they tell you that you should never tell people your story. But if I don't tell you my dream, then you can't betray me and you can't put me in a place to take things off of me that would have limited me to the season that I was in. So praise God, I told you what God showed me so you could put me on the path to what God promised me. Can I tell you that the dream is indestructible because the manufacturer will not recall what he is requiring of you. So there's no principality or power, no demon or devil that can stand against the dream that God has placed inside of your belly. You need to just brag to somebody right now what God is about to do in your life because when you put God on display, God says whether you got to endure a pit, Potiphar's house, or the palace, you still gonna see every promise that I put on your life. In spite of the betrayal, God still gonna bless you. And we stand in a moment like this because the man of God has been betrayed, but they couldn't stop the blessing and for the 50 of y'all that can give God a praise for the places that he endured God says that the betrayal will not stop the blessing I thought that more people would give God a praise than that but I need some radical people that believe that the dream is still in effect to just high five your neighbor and tell them God still gonna do it no matter how they try to stop it you can't stop what God has started and you need to get a righteous indignation and get a praise partner on your roll and shout God still gonna do it. God gonna do it in spite of the places that they did what they desired to do. Sometimes they just simply made God have to bless you even more. As a matter of fact, can you just prophesy to your neighbor and tell him for every place that you've been injured God is about to take you higher. For every place that they tried to take you back, God is about to launch you forward. Can I talk to some real people up in this place? Somebody shout, God is about to do even more. For every place that they walked out and left you for dead, God said they did not leave you to die, but they left you to live. And I need 50 people to lift up your voice in this house and give God a praise because the best is yet to come. You need to agree with about three people around you and tell them, 
on, baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. So praise God for, for places that we've been betrayed. Praise God for the places that we entrusted people with our treasure. Praise God. Please be seated. For the places that we wanted to give ourselves to others so that they could understand that we weren't trying to be better than them. We were just trying to be better for them. And there are people that always live on a lesser level that believe that your better is intimidating to them. But if you got greatness in you, my greatness should not intimidate you. My greatness should inspire you. Is there anybody in here that's inspired by greatness? That's the reason that you show up in World Overcomers every week is because you are inspired by greatness. As a matter of fact, just nudge your neighbor and tell them I'm inspired by you. Oh, give me a little bit in the house. I feel preaching up in Come on, just nudge somebody and tell them I'm inspired by you. When I sat next to you, I felt that God was doing something on this row because I'm looking at some people that have had similar experiences, but you stand as a sign and a signal in the earth that if God can bring you through this, God can bring me through this. And so I'm going to help you praise God because I am a witness that God can help you survive stripping seasons. And you going to come out better than you went in. Can I get some praises up in this place? Oh no, I need you to praise God for your neighbor because I come to prophetically point out to you that you coming out better than you went in. As a matter of fact, God will give you evidence by the people that you're connected to that what I'm going through is not where I'm going to die in. But look at somebody and tell them I can praise God because I just got a glimpse of my future when I sit down next to you when I see how wonderful you look after all the hell you've been through it lets me know that God is moving in this vicinity and I need somebody to give God a praise like there's a blessing on your road no I need you to bother somebody and say oh magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name I need you to finish the verse. Let us exalt his name together. Look at somebody and tell them together. Please be seated in the presence of God. So, so there are seasons of sacrifice and that's why some of you will never be great because you're not willing to pay the cost. You're not willing to go through the difficult places. You, you, you would quit at the first sign of confusion and conflict, but you must factor in conflict to greatness. And if anything is going, or if anyone is going to be great and we talk about it and we shout about a Kairos moment and we say, oh, it's Kairos and it's when heaven kisses earth but you must understand what Kairos is. Kairos is when when all hell breaks loose in your life you must understand that there must be a shaking before there is a shifting there must be a sifting before there is a shifting I wondered why would Jesus tell Peter, Peter I prayed for you 
That just don't make sense to me, Jesus. You are God incarnate in the flesh. Why would you pray for him when you could just stop the thing that you're praying for him about? It would seem to me that you would just simply defeat the devil in his life and stop the sifting. But he says, Peter, I prayed for you. Don't pray for me, God. Step in and do something. Have you ever felt like that? God, I don't need prayers right now. I need a proactive position from you and I need you to stop the thing that's happening to me. But he said, Ronnie, you don't understand. I cannot stop the sifting because if I stop the sifting, I will keep him from shifting. In order for me to take him to the next level, I've got to let some things be stripped off of him before he gets there. Before you can ever have kairos, there must be chaos. Kairos in the word picture is like shaking a soda up and letting it spew all over the place. But it is a sovereign ubiquitous God that grabs every drop of the soda from the air, puts it back in the bottle, and puts the top back on it again. Some of you don't understand that this seed may seem chaotic but it's going to be a supernatural God that takes every drop out the air and puts it back together again look at somebody and tell them you've been sovereignly set up you've been set up to see that if God be for me who in the world can be against me you need to think about a boss right there and give God a praise because the only thing that they can do is cause your advancement and your promotion if I simply in endure if I suffer for a little while he will strengthen me and establish me and he will make me to stand somebody ought to give God a praise right there because this will result in something epic this will result in something amazing as a matter of fact can I tell you that when this is over you're going to be glad that you went through the sifting you're going to be glad that you endured the chaos you are going to be grateful that God brought you through what he brought you through because he can always birth in you a Manessa. He can give you spiritual amnesia to where you forget it was so bad because he's made things so good. And for that woman of God that's dancing and shouting over there, somebody needs to stand and give God a praise because I came in this place to tell you that you are about to give birth to your Manessa. God is about to make it so good that you forget everything that you've been through. Tell your neighbor the next season of your life is worth shouting about right now. I thought somebody would catch that. Tell somebody the next season of my life is worth shouting about right now. You 55, Pastor, but the next season will be greater than the latter season. Somebody that can join your faith with mine. You ought to lift up a praise in this house. High five somebody around you and tell them better is in the room. Baby, you ain't seen your best yet, but I dare you to prophesy to somebody and tell them better is on the way. No, y'all still ain't talking. I said run to somebody and tell them better is on the way. For every night you cried, better is on the way. For every day you felt betrayed, better is on the way. Somebody ought to give God a praise because you ain't seen nothing yet. Can I preach it like I feel it today? Grab that neighbor's hand. Shake it like you got the Holy Ghost. No, I 
I said shake that hand like you got God and rock that neighbor and say neighbor you coming up out of that rut today the enemy tried to make you feel like you had experienced the best that God has but after you've been shaken after you've been broken after you've been left for dead God says you are now at your best somebody ought to give God a praise up in this house and shout better is on the way tell somebody better is on the way on your way down shout at somebody and tell them better is on the way as a matter of fact I wish I could get somebody on this road to help me magnify the Lord because what I went through it could not kill me it tried to kill me it tried to stop me but after all I've been through I still gotta praise where the people that's been through something where the people that have been shaken where are the people that have been left for dead but you're still standing by the grace of God look at your neighbor and say neighbor I'm evidence that God will fight for you look at your neighbor and tell them neighbor I'm evidence that what the enemy meant for evil God done messed around and turned it around and worked it for my good I wish I had some runners in world overcomers look at somebody and tell them it's turning it's turning no talk to five people and tell them it's turning get out of them seats and tell somebody it's turning I feel a turn in this house I feel God getting ready to stretch out I feel somebody getting ready to break out look at somebody and tell them it's my breakout season I will break out before I have a breakdown look at somebody and tell them I prophesy to you you will not break down before you have your breakthrough you're still ain't talking talk to somebody and tell them you will not break down before you give birth to your Manessa somebody give God a praise touch your neighbor and tell them push come on clap those hands Every time you clap, you push it. Every time you leap, you push it. Every time you dance, you push it. Look at somebody and tell them, I have not lost my mind. I'm trying to get the mind of Christ. Look at your neighbor and tell them, push. Get one more praise out. Get one more shout out. You can't die right here. You got to live to see. You've been through too much to die here. You fought too many people to die here you better square your shoulders look the devil in the face and say greater is he give me just a little bit in the house grab that neighbor's hand and say I don't know about you but I came to give birth today I came to give birth today I came to give birth today I'm looking at the people who are pregnant I'm looking for the people that are carrying something I'm looking for the people that have been through something somebody ought to grab your neighbor's hand and tell them I paid the price for this and I've given the cost for this and I got to give God a praise because when I look back over my life after all I've been through many people have tried to imitate it but what they don't understand it costs me something run to three people and tell them it costs me something 
No, y'all still ain't moving. I know it's crowded, but run to somebody and tell them this praise cost me something. I feel like I'm at the river. I feel like preaching. Tell somebody this cost me something. When you see me leaping, it's because people left me. When you see me dancing, it's because I've been developed in hell. When you see me running, it's not that I'm running from my enemies. It's because I'm running into the arms of God. Somebody ought to give God a praise. Look at somebody and tell them, welcome to your Vanessa season. God is about to make you forget how bad it really was. God is about to make it so good. You're about to get a husband that make you forget the last broke run over shoot joker that walked out and left you for dead. Look at somebody and tell them, better Y'all ain't talking, I need you to help me preach. Uh, Look up and down your row and say better. Run to somebody and high five them and say better. Run to somebody else and tell them better. I speak it over your life, your best days. Look at somebody and tell them you about to see money that you ain't never seen. You about to drive whips that you ain't never drove. You about to live in houses that you ain't even have to build. Somebody shout better. I feel like I don't preach myself happy. Somebody shout better. I thought y'all came to celebrate. Run to somebody else and tell them better, better, better. You can't get better when you're bitter. You gotta throw that bitterness off of you. Look at somebody and tell them today is the day that I divorce myself from being bitter. I may have to face some brothers that betrayed me. I may have to go back, but I'm gonna go back and show them what you meant for evil. As a matter of fact, you ought to put it on your Facebook. You ought to hashtag some Negroes in it and tell them what you meant for evil. If it wasn't for their evil, you wouldn't be in line for elevation. But you ought to praise God for evil. Evil will elevate you. Evil will advance you. Evil will take you to new levels. That's only for the real people. You ought to give God praise. Because in the tree is good and... But you only get good when you go through evil. Somebody ought to say, thank God for the evil people. Thank God for the people that God raised me up in their face. This is the last thing that I want you to tell your neighbor. Just grab your neighbor's hand. Look them eyeball to eyeball and tell them, God, No, y'all got to put your preaching voice on for this one. You can't put your teaching voice on. You ought to look them in the face and tell them, God sent me to tell you that everything that tried to stop you, everything that tried to limit you, everything that tried to block you, that's the reason God is about to bless you. He's about to bless you for waking up. He's about to bless you for pushing in. He's about to bless you for still praising. He's about to bless you for not waving the white flag. He's about to bless you for squaring your shoulders. He's about to bless you for surviving. Somebody ought to give God a praise and say, thank God I survived.
Come on, clap those hands if you believe it. Come on, do better than that. Clap those hands if you believe it. So now... If this message has blessed or encouraged you, feel free to visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast and learn more about WOCC or donate to the ministry. This enables us to continue to impact the kingdom in the best way possible. Let's do what we came to do. Somebody's still giving birth in this room. I was getting ready to quit, but somebody's still pushing. (laughs) Can we do just that? Can you grab somebody standing next to you by both of their hands? Uh, I don't know the cost. I don't know what you're enduring. I don't know what it's taken from you for God to get something to you. I'd never sit across from this man of God in envy. I sit across from him and I pray for him because I don't know what it cost for him to birth this. Perhaps you're connected to someone's hand who's in their stripping season. Perhaps you're holding the hand of someone who's in a pit right now. Perhaps you're holding the hand of someone who is in their Potiphar house season where the garment of the slave has to be removed from you. Believing that this is good enough a managing Potiphar's house. Maybe this is what God showed me. Maybe this is the dream. I do have more than I've ever had before in my life. Maybe this is it. God has to now allow the betrayal of a sister so that he can be stripped of the garment of the slave. So that he doesn't mismanage the moment and believe that good enough is God enough perhaps you're holding the hand of someone who is in their good enough season they really believe that that could possibly be the dream but it doesn't measure up to what God showed them maybe you're holding the hand of someone who's in their prison the place where they're isolated and lonely the place where they feel forgotten and forsaken the place that they feel like maybe it's not going to happen maybe I prayed all those prayers and maybe it's just not true maybe it's just not going to be so but I want you to pray for that hand audibly and openly as the musicians play for us I want you to pray strong for that hand that you're holding I want you to let your voice be heard in this moment because they need to hear that there's somebody that's willing 
to go into their birthing room with them. And I'm willing to pray you through. Pray. Pray for that hand. Pray for that life. Pray out of your spirit. Come on, pray. Pray that they can endure. Peter, I prayed for you. I pray that you can endure this season. But I promise you that the season that I'm praying over in your life is going to yield a far greater reward than the pain that you're feeling right now. So I pray you can hold on until your day of celebration comes. I pray that you can hold on to your 55th birthday when people gather and assemble from around the world to celebrate you. I pray that you can endure. Come on, pray for them, pray for them, pray for them, pray for them. Uh, and after we pray, we're going to do what we came to do. And that's honor up. Come on, pray out of your spirit. Seasons of my life, if I just knew that somebody could hold my hand and pray for me. Days that I almost quit. Days that I almost gave up. Days that I just wanted to give in. Because I didn't know that God had a Manessa for me. I didn't know that there was an Ephraim in my future. Because sometimes the pit seems so evil and Potiphar's house seems so evil and the prison seems so evil. Some days my past overwhelmed me. But God had a future reality for me. Live! I say live. Live until you see it. Live until you become it. Live until you walk in it. Live until you're bouncing it on your knee. Live. Squeeze that hand and tell him live. Shout at him and tell him live. I wake you up and I remind you that everything he showed you is yea and amen. Now just hold him in your arms and just hug him and tell him it's yea and amen. And I agree with you for the best is yet to come. Now clap your hands and celebrate. Come on, clap those hands and celebrate what God is about to do. I'm done. Come on, there's another celebration in the room. Come on, there's another wave of glory in the room. Come on, I need you to clap one more time like you feel that this thing is about to hit your house. Listen. This is what I came to do. I did not come to preach to you today. Again, I've been preaching every day this week. So I'm not here to preach another sermon. You don't need preaching in this house for certain. But I came to honor up. I came for one purpose and one purpose only. And that is to sow into the wind. 
thank you for being who you are. Thank you for providing an example for me. Thank you for giving me hope in hopeless seasons of my life. When I came to the River Church, I walked out to 30 people. I knew what it was like to stand preaching and people would walk in and they would go to the ushers and they would say, so Cheryl Brady isn't here anymore. And when they discovered that she wasn't, they would walk out and they would leave. Six months in, church was in foreclosure. We were worshiping at a Unitarian church with rainbow flags all around us. I was blackballed across the country because people felt like I picked the white people. They wouldn't let me preach. I went from preaching three to five times a week to zero. Went from a brand new 8,000 square foot home to huddling in a room with my family with a space heater. There were days that I just wanted to go somewhere and die. And now after we've finished our multi-million dollar project, people want to celebrate it. But where were you in my suffering season? The whip is tight again. When I pulled up, security said we was looking for the other car. I said, yeah, when they catch up, we switch up, so yeah. But your pastor walked with me through difficult seasons. He sat with me through seasons of suffering, days that he didn't know that I was suicidal. And if he hadn't taken out time from the countless number of people that he pastors to spend time with this little preacher from Detroit, I would not have survived my season. So I'm forever indebted to you. I will forever honor you. I will forever be here to support you. I have a deep and profound appreciation and love for you. My church is thriving because you didn't think it robbery to sit with me. And I am forever grateful to you. What I would normally do in moments like this, because I believe it's so important for pastors not just to get seat, but also support. I'm quite sure he doesn't need money. But people miss that we too need support. And there are days people look at my whip and they look at my house and they look at my travel and they don't think that I need support. So sometimes it's the hooks and it's the thank yous and it's the we needed you that helps me make it. Your church is too big for this. I would normally have you and the woman of God stand right here. And I have stood with pastors 
for two, three hours just for their congregation to come and say thank you. Pastoring is such a thankless job. People just take and they feel like you're supposed to. And Jesus takes note. He says, we're not there ten. And only one turn to say thank you. If only one, the ratio is one in ten for Jesus, what do you think it is for us? But here's what I want you to do for me today. I want this man and woman of God to see a traffic jam of thank you. I want you to sacrifice just a little brunch today and a little time just to marinate in this moment and just tell him thank you. Thank him with your seed but thank him from your heart. I was telling my wife the other day, I got everything but a friend. Who do I hang out with? Who do I go to the movies with? I have not been to a sporting event since I left Detroit because who do I go with? And people just take, and they just take. And they just take. I had to raise two million dollars and I raised it. And people still kept taking, kept taking, kept taking. Had to get us in an eight million dollar building and people just kept calling. My rent ain't paid. This ain't, this ain't paid. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I'm like, do you know the weight I'm under? And you just keep taking. And then people have the audacity to say what I don't deserve. There are people that would not be able to live if me and my wife didn't give everything we have to serve them. Stop measuring us by the crowd. All you see is multiplied responsibility. When I came here, I was managing a debt load of about $20,000 a month. Now I manage a debt load of $180,000 a month. And that's nothing in comparison to what your pastor has to have the mind to manage. And so let's just take a minute and say thank you. The time that he spent with your marriage was time away from his own. The time he spent preparing for a word for your family was time away from his own. The days that you so casually received the word that cost him so much. The days that you walked out like, I don't know if pastor was really on today.
but what it cost him to give you that word. So here's what I want to do. I want a traffic jam. So whenever there are moments of loneliness, whenever there are moments that he's feeling the coldness and the nakedness of the pit, whenever there are moments that he's feeling the blade of betrayal in his back, I want him to be able to remember back on his 55th birthday that we stood in great numbers to honor him. There will be lonely days again. I'd love to tell you that there wouldn't be, but God is just going to continue to multiply and do even more. And when you walk into your new campus, there will only be more responsibility. I know y'all are clock church, but we coming off the clock today. I'm the bishop. I'm in the building. Today we're going to honor my brother. And so I know what they've asked. You know what they've asked of you. I want you to do more. I'm going to begin with just a meager seed, a $1,000 seed. Um, but some of you can do so much more. I hate my birthday because they put a number that I don't really believe reflects my sacrifice and my investment. And I'm grateful for what they give me, but I've done so much more than double my age. So I want you to think about what he means to you. And you can never pay for that. But I want you to get as close as you can. And I want you to honor up. I want you to match the wind today. And I want you to honor and respect the authority on this mighty man of God. I want you to get that seed in your hand and I don't want you to give from your seat today. Again, I want him to see a traffic jam of people just coming to say thank you. So however they lead you, I want you to empty your seat. I want you to inconvenience yourself. And I want you to come. And I want him and First Lady to see that, man, we love you. Yeah, we love you. I'm out, man. I love you. Please don't ever stop being there for me. I can't navigate this next season of my life without you. I don't even know how. You've been where I'm trying to go. I honor up because we'll never be on the same level. You are a general in this city and you're a general in my life. And I can't make this next leg without you. So hang around. Be there. I love you. God bless you, world overcomers. Amen. We love you guys. They'll direct you. Come on, Pastor. Love gifts, come. Just come. Just start coming. Bring in your love gift. Bring your card. 
bring your money. Those of you who are giving by phone, it's all right. Just come. Bishop has asked us to walk. That's right. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let our pastor see. We love you, Pastor Andy. We really do. We really do. Come on. Let him see you. Let him see you give. Let him see you. That's right. Come on. Come on, Pastor. You are loved. You are appreciated. Thank you for every sacrifice that you've made. Thank you. That's right. Y'all come on. Y'all come on. I love it. 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 Yes. That's right. Let them know. And, Ed, and as you're leaving, make sure you grab a picture with Pastor in the lobby. We have cupcakes for you. We have food trucks outside. We just want to tell Pastor we love him. That's right. That's right. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you for showing your love. Thank you for showing your love. Thank you for showing your love. Now listen, y'all. He going to be in the lobby. Y'all bring us the money and take pictures with him in the lobby. Y'all come on. Bring us the money and take a picture with Pastor in the lobby. Yep, y'all come on. Y'all come on. I know you want to. Pastor love you. He gonna, he gonna take a picture with you, I promise. Just not right this moment. Y'all bring us the money. Those of you who are watching online, Pastor's Q, um, his cash app is there. Let's bless him so good. Let's bless him so good today. Let's bless him so good today. That's right, right in there. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. That's right. That's right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Yes, Pastor. Yes. Y'all, come on. Let's thank God our pastor's coming to greet us real quick. Come on, let's give it up for our pastor. Before, before you just run out the door, did anybody hear a word in here this morning? Can I just say one thing? To God be the glory for the great things he has done. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for my family. Thank you so much. And I am going to go in there if you'd like to. We're going to have a party now. I'm going to be in there. You can take a picture with me if you want. Um, if there be any praise, let it go to Calvary. Amen. And um, so thank you so much. And from the bottom of my heart, if you're a first-time visitor, this is not how church normally goes, but this is what we did today. Amen. I'm sure you heard a word because God will break the yoke off of your life. Amen. And, uh, and so I'm so honored. And from just the worship, the music, that whole thing just messed me up. I was messed up. When y'all when y'all start when y'all sang John P. Key, that was it for me. And uh, but thank you all so much for coming for everyone that's watching live around the world. Thank you. And if you'd like to give something to me, it's the cash apps there, the stuff is there. If not, that's okay. Because God is go God is God is God. Beside him, there is another. Amen. Can I just pray for everybody before everybody just leaves? I know folk are already going in the lobby. I'm about to go there. I got, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and then I'm going to come out there and just, and I'll, if you can shake my hand if you'd like, you, I'll take a picture with you if you'd like, but let's just pray. God, thank you. Thank you for Bishop Godby. Thank you for him being here and, and sharing a word with us. Thank you that you've been there, and we know that you care. If we had 10,000 tongues, it would not be enough to say thank you. Thank you for sparing us. Thank you for 
the challenge. Thank you for the betrayals. Thank you, Lord God, for the slavery. Thank you for the pit. Thank you for that prison. And thank you for the palace. I pray palace over everybody under the sound of my voice. From the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. For everyone that decides to give anything to me. God, you said that if we gave a prophet a cup of cold water, that we would not fail to receive that prophet's reward. So I pray that that the reward will be on everyone. May the anointing on me flow down to the hem of the robe. And God, for anyone who decides to bless me today, God, I pray that you bless them 30, 60, 100 fold. more than they could ever ask or think. And, uh, and that, God, you will use us for your glory. Dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Cover us with your blood. Be God in our situation. And God, bless your people. Make your face shine upon your people. Be gracious to your people. Give them peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We all sit together. Thank you so much for coming to honor me today. Thank you so much. If this message has blessed or encouraged you, feel free to visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast and learn more about WOCC or donate to the ministry. This enables us to continue to impact the kingdom in the best way possible.